the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. It was a good win, but honestly, we didn't really play our best game tonight. But you know, it was good, good that we can come out the win there. We just had a lot of turnovers, you know, kind of in the first and even in the, even in the second, kind of. So I think we got to try to play a little more, a little more direct, and you know, because you know, they're a good team over there, and you know, turn the puck over, they're going to get chances, right? So I want to kind of limit their chances. Yeah, it feels great. I mean, you know, obviously I've said this before. I love playing here. You know, I love the fans and stuff. So it feels awesome to you know get one at home. You know, I think lately we've had a, we've had a ton of chances and a couple goals. Good looks, you know, we're attacking more, so, you know, it feels good to get two power play goals there. Huge for the team. Well, there was Jordan Cairo, and what a night it was for him last night at Enterprise Center. He gets his hat trick. He could have had about six or seven goals in the game. He could have had a first period hat trick without a doubt. He was big in the game. Jordan Bennington was massive in net. And the St. Louis Blues get a terrific 5-2 victory over the New York Rangers who came into the game sitting in first place in the Metropolitan Division, just two points out of the top spot in the Eastern Conference. So the Blues continue their fantastic run against the Eastern Conference and also their great run against other top teams. As a matter of fact, the St. Louis Blues are now 8-4 under Drew Bannister. And check this out. Six of the wins against playoff teams. Three of the wins against first place teams. Five of the eight versus teams in either first or second place. They have been finding ways to win against very good teams. So they are beating some big-time competition. And I'll tell you what, the goaltending of Jordan Bennington has been a big part of that process. Let's get you straight to the fun highlights from last night's win. Lindgren walks the line, goes to the right side. Fox brings it in. That shot saved by Bennington. Another chance. Bennington, another save. And a rebound spun in by Fox. And the Rangers break through after three turnovers in the defensive end by the Blues. 1-0 New York. Just 151 into the hockey game. New York sets up center. Had their man. And trying to get that puck into the middle to Trocek. They couldn't do it. Blues clear it out to Thomas. One-on-one in on Lindgren. Carries wide. Buttons up. Looks for the trailer. Cairo. Score! He didn't waste any time. He caught it. Shot it. Scored it. And the Blues have tied it. 1-1, 4-0-2 into period number one. Here's Kairou with some speed over the line to Thomas Farwing. Butch Davis to Kairou. He scores! A backdoor tap-in on a spectacular pass from Butch Davis. And Kairou has two, and the Blues lead 2-1. to one. It's a power play goal. Rangers get it back. Big save, Bennington. As he denied a one-timer off the near wing from Panarin. And over to the right side, New York keeps it alive. They center Bennington. Denied another deflection that came right up and got him on the left shoulder. Yeah, he has been good, boy. I tell you what, New York is throwing everything in the kitchen sink at him right now. Kreider up along the wing out of the corner. New York holds it in at the blue line. Passes to Gustafson. Tons of traffic and a glove save. Bennington somehow through four bodies and eight legs, snared that glove and made it look easy. With the draw to Perunovic, to Krug, into the middle to Saad. Comes cross ice to Shen, shoots it on, rebound, Shen to Saad, he scores! A broken play and he took advantage of it. Shen finds Saad, and the Blues are on top three to one. 
Their second power play goal of the night. 10.34 to play. Period number two. That's going over on the far side of Lafreniere. Throws it down along the way. Nice backhand feed. Tried to move it into the middle. Deflected by Truba to Jones on the near wing. Truba going into the middle of the ice with it. It's a breakaway. Kairou coming in for the hat trick. He shoots. He scores! center. Three goals for Cairo. A 4-1 lead for the Blues. 12-59 to play. Period. Number three. Into the corner they go. Skate in behind the net. There's a lot of movement with this New York Rangers power play. Down low to Kreider. Missed the shot. Puck back in behind the net. Lafreniere will bounce it off the blue line now to Artemi Panarin. Looking for the far post. The puck is loose. And the rebound is scored on from a tough angle, there's Trocek to put it in. It's 4-2 with 9.02 to go in the third period. 22 seconds to go in the game. The Blues get it ahead. Which Navich to the empty net. He scores! Oh, God. A three-point game for Pavel Butchnevich. The empty net goal. And the Blues take a 5-2 lead on the Rangers with 17.3 seconds to go. Three seconds to go, and that'll do it. Bring out the Zamboni, the St. Louis Blues. What a win tonight. Another win over a top team in the league. They're back to three over 500. And it's a 5-2 victory over the New York Rangers here on home ice tonight. After the game, we caught up with Steve Ott, who gave us his immediate impression of the win, and he started with his goaltender. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Binner was outstanding. Let's talk about Binner right now. He uh, kept us in the game, made some phenomenal saves, and, uh, you know, we scored some definitely some timely goals, but definitely turnovers are a thing we uh, have to clean up, especially against a team like that. Steve, it was uh, Drew Bannister's comments last game. The power play needed to be better. Two power play goals in the game here tonight. What did you like? Well, it wasn't sexy, but the goals are goals, so we'll take those and we keep going, and uh, hopefully it's something to build on in the future give the guys a little bit of confidence and uh, again like I said it's it's something we can build on. Steve as, as you build on that and again another victory what do these wins mean especially the wins over the type of competition you're beating right now? Well we know we're in for it this month in the sense of uh, playing the top teams in the league and we got to be at our best and give ourselves a chance to win and uh, to, to, as a man in here we're showing up think the guys have been a resilient group and uh, tonight we you know it's a big big bounce back win after our last game for sure no doubt about it congratulations Steve thanks for giving us a couple moments you bet thanks guys well speaking of that goaltender what's going on with the hockey team what's the vibe just how competitive is he Jordan Bennington was kind enough to throw the headsets on for us Jordan congratulations on a victory how nice is it for you guys from a confidence standpoint to continue to find wins against the top teams from other divisions yeah, that's a big win. Um, you know, we, we played hard tonight. We were all skating, and uh, I think we can even be a little bit better. You know, we can be tighter, so um, there's lots to build off of, but it's good to feel good about uh, the win tonight, and um, we've got to just keep keep working every day. You know, Jordan, you're the second star with 41 saves and a win. You got the other Jordan kind of raining on your parade, talking to Jamie Rivers there on the bench. What can you say about Jordan Cairo, hat trick, of course, a huge night for him? Yeah, that was big. Uh, you know, he had a lot of chances tonight. I feel like he could have had four or five. It was, uh, it was good to see him. Uh, flying around out there, and that, uh, that hat-trick goal was big, so it's a big moment. Jordan, what are you guys finding as a team uh, from a belief system right now? Uh, 
it's all it's all work you know it's all staying disciplined playing together and trusting that good defense will lead to offense and um, you know it's it's every day we got to put in the work and, and trust it so um, that's it hey Jordan the last one we got for you here we appreciate your time uh, be real with me for one second <laughs> how nervous are you to face Justin Bieber potentially on a breakaway little shootout game here soon Honestly, I'm just so juiced right now. I can't wait to get on the couch with my dog. <laughs> and even better, what's your dog's name? Biggie. All right, good luck. Enjoy Biggie tonight. Congratulations on a great win. Thanks, guys. Here's your head coach, Drew Bannister. If it wasn't for, you know, the performance of, of Binner and our power play, being able to score two goals, I don't know if we get out of here with two points. So, um, obviously, happy with the two points. It, it's an important two points, and that's a good hockey team over there. But I thought we, we made it easy on them here tonight, and, and we can't continue to do that. That's, that's, that's not winning hockey, and, and we're not going to win many games like that playing that way. The turnovers, I mean, I think we had 12 turnovers in the first. Um, it got somewhat better, but not a lot better. I mean, we, we, we made it easy on them, you know. We 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 could have we could have made it much more easier on us. Uh, for whatever reason, we wanted to, you know, force force plays to the neutral zone, make the extra play, make the dangerous play. You know, we weren't predictable. All we had to do was was really just chip pucks off walls and skate onto them and put it under, and and that game would have been a lot different. You know, we would have been a you know, I thought once we got to the offensive zone, we did some good things. But, you know, the blue lines, um, they were an obstacle for us here tonight. and We didn't do a very good job getting through it. Well, we scored two goals. I mean, that's, you know, that's a positive. We, we haven't been able to score lately, so we get two, two goals that, that create separation and give us a little bit of breathing room when we're not playing very good five-on-five. Five. So, um that was that was good to see you know uh, we scored off the rush and then you know the second goal um, I thought that 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 second unit was was really good you know when we put them out there to, to start that uh, that power play and you know they were able to create some chaos around the net Sonny did a great job and, and Sauter jumped on that rebound and put it in you know I thought Jordan was was good you know Robbie made some 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 great plays to for him like a, you know defensively I thought Jordan was really good tonight um, he was competing uh, he made some plays I mean uh, but you know that that first goal he scored is you know an NHL caliber elite shot like it was on and off his stick quick and he beat a real good goalie there um, you know the breakaway again you know uh, Shesterkin's a great goalie. You know, he beat him on that play too, using his speed and, and finding some room there. So uh, I thought uh, I thought Jordan, you know, had a heck of a game here tonight. I, th I think the consistency with with Jordan has to be better. You know, um, do I expect him that he's going to score three goals every night? No, um, but I I would expect him to be able to play. A similar brand of hockey that we saw him here tonight, which was, you know, he was more responsible with the puck. Uh, you know, he was very responsible defensively. He was winning puck battles. Um, he was using his speed wide, which gives defenders difficulty. We saw that here tonight. So, um, I think 
at the end of the day, it's you know it comes up to consistency. If he can put a, a consistent effort like that and have a detailed hockey game, the offense takes over for himself. Like it's, it becomes natural for him. That's the head coach of your St. Louis Blues, Drew Bannister. Let's check in with Joe Vitale and get his breakdown of last night's game. You know, if you're three games over 500 and you're beating the the Blue Jackets and the Blackhawks, you know, and you know teams at the bottom, whether it be the Senators, for example. But you're losing big games to big teams, you know. Yeah, you can get in. How are you really going to shake out if you find yourself in a final wild card spot come mid-April? The good news is, is I mean, with you beating good teams, it doesn't make you really nervous about slipping in that wild card spot. I mean, if if I'm St. Louis and you're thinking, okay, is Colorado going to finish in first, and maybe you slide in that final wild card spot, or that seventh hole, and you face the Dallas Stars, who Blues have played very well this year, or Colorado Avalanche, you're playing well against very good teams, and it's amazing to think that. This game here tonight and is a kind of a microcosm of what playoff hockey is. It's having a really steady goaltender. I mean, 41 saves for Jordan Bennington. If you have a backstopper like that, you're going to give yourself a chance every single night. So this is a team that is, it's going to make a run at it. I think they're really going to make a serious push. They're now three games over 500. We keep going back to that number about 10 or 11. you got to figure out a way to get 10 or 11 over 500 by mid-April. And I tell you, with, with Bennington playing the way he has, not only tonight, but probably in the last three starts, he is going to give this group a chance every single night, and it has been fun to watch, and it's been fun to see them play against some of the top-heavy teams in the league and not only beat them but shut down some of their top players. Well, that's where we go next. If you are going to win some games, the goalie's got to be the difference maker, and you have a difference maker between the pipes. You do, and listen, it's been interesting watching the last two starts because he allowed you know, the first shot on goal in Vancouver game. And then tonight's goal, I think it was maybe the second or third shot there where Adam Fox finds the back of the net for an early one nothing lead. But since that, since that those moments, he didn't allow another goal in the Vancouver game. He now responds very well here. Aside from that power play goal by Tro- Trocek late in that third period, he was completely steady. I mean, you know, you heard Steve Ott, his comments there at the end of the game, and we asked him about the belief ability, or we asked him about something about gaining momentum, and he just kind of stopped us in his tracks and just said, hey, we got to talk about our goalie. Like, that, that is the storyline. Yep. This is the storyline. Jordan Bennington, number 50. Uh, it's hard to believe that he didn't get the number one star, but, of course, Jordan Cairo with the hat trick deserves it. But he was the best player on the ice. I mean, without question, up and down, moving well, the presence, understanding the backdoor options, the scouting report on Panarin, you know, understanding they use the dots. They spread the offensive zone. He was sharp. He was snappy. Uh, he made the saves when he needed to. He controlled his rebounds, and he gave this team just a ton, a ton of life. The game like tonight really reminded me so much of back in that 19 run when he came up and got his first shutout win and his first career start in the Philadelphia Flyers game in Philly. And then from there, he continued to build. There was something about his game. There was something about seeing him in the net that just gave this Blues team so much belief. And, and you're starting to kind of see little glimmers of that now. The power play gets two power play goals tonight. That's the third time this season that they have had power uh, multiple power play goals in a game. They did it back in, in Colorado on the 11th of November. They also had that game here on home ice right before Christmas on the 23rd against Chicago. They made changes on the power play and both power play units finding the back of the net. Well, and thanks to Alex, he threw out this stat right after they had that go-ahead goal. This was the first go-ahead power play goal of the year. Up to this point, they were 0 for 23, which means that they had an opportunity to take the lead on the power play, and they went 0 for 23 before tonight. Now, tonight, it changed. Jordan Cairo's second goal of the period, the first power play goal of the game, put the Blues ahead 2-1. to one. And, of course, from there, the second period comes around. Uh, the decision by Drew Bannister after the first unit had a little bit 
fell off a little bit, slid off a little bit there after that early success in the first period. But then in the second period there, he decides to start the power play. He goes with that second unit with the two defenders there, Prunovich and Krug. You know, was it a beautiful setup play? No. Was it a you know, crash and bang play, a little bit of a chaotic, you know, find the puck, just get it at the net? Yes. And Steve Ott even said, listen, it wasn't pretty, but we got the job done. But Drew Bainister sending out that second unit, had a gut feeling about him. They win the faceoff back. That was what was really tripping up the Thomas group in that second period. They weren't winning those faceoffs, and they were going all the way down the ice, and they were having trouble resetting it up. So he goes with Shen on that left side. He wins it, moves it around, quickly around the horn, shot at the net. Uh, it's a bit of a broken play, but then Shen sticks with it over to Brandon Son, gets that second power play goal. So this was what the power play needed to do. This is what your power play has to do more frequently. It's not going to happen every single night. You're not going to get two power play goals every night. You're not going to get a power play goal every night, but you have to figure out a way more consistently to give yourself some life. Drew Bannister really hit on it hard after that last game against the Florida Panthers. He said just flat out, it's got to be better. we got to start scoring more goals. we got to provide some sort of spark that right now we're just not doing. He made some adjustments. We saw Colton Prake on the top unit. We saw that double D pairing and Prunovich and Krug on the second unit. Something was definitely clicking here tonight, and you really got to tip your hat to this power play because it made a difference in this game. And finally, Jordan Cairo had a massive game, and you saw how he can be a difference maker tonight. Well, he, he's electric. He can play that way. If you can get him to play that way one out of every three games, four games, I think that's realistic. And that's where it's a little bit of a catch-22 with Jordan because you can see how good he can be. And then when it falls off for five, six, seven games at times, you get frustrated. When you see the turnovers, it's frustrating. You know, because you, I'm looking at a player out there tonight that he looked like he was playing in the men's league. I mean, he was a NHL superstar going up against – flat-footed, slow defenders at times in the New York Rangers. I mean, multiple – I think he had three breakaways in the game. Uh, one, of course, was the hat-trick goal. Uh, all over the ice, jumping to spots, jumping to spaces, um, finding his rhythm. You know, and you know what? Look at that first goal he scored on that 5-on-5. Five five. I mean, to me, that kind of, I think, really symbolizes his game. He's in the D zone. He makes the play to Thomas to get the puck out, and he actually gets hit on the play. I think it was Truba who hit him right on top of the circles. He gives it to Thomas. Thomas goes the length of the ice, buttons up, and who does he find? It's Jordan Cairo, who actually beats Truba back up the ice. And then, of course, that's where he receives it, snaps it off, and that got the scoring going here. And, of course, that gave him a ton of confidence, and, and he rode that streaky wave the rest of the way. He was, next to Jordan Bennington, the best player on the ice. All right, what do you got for the Bud Light three stars of the game and your work boots? We got Pavel Buchnevich at number three. We got Jordan Bennington with the 41 saves at number two. And then the hat-trick man himself, Jordan Cairo at number one. Work boots, I'm going to go with a man. Matthew Kessel, I haven't talked about him enough. I need to start talking about him more. He has been such a difference maker. He played 20 minutes in tonight's game. He was out there in the final minutes uh, defending, holding on to this two-goal lead. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Y you need players like this. You need players to step up. You need you, that that Jordan Bennington in 19. You, you need players that are going to surprise you and jump off the page. And, and he is going to make this head coach have a very difficult decision. I think right now you can't send him back down. You have to figure out a way to keep him here, and you got to readjust and you got to shift around because he has found some really, really nice chemistry with Tory Krug, and he's been eating up a ton of minutes, and he's been very steady, and he's been exactly what the Blues have needed back there. Thank you, Joe. Checking in again, Tim Woodburn, veteran hockey broadcaster of 12 seasons, did a lot of play-by-play. -play. He's also covered major and minor league sports as a broadcaster and a writer for over 30 years 
Here's Tim Woodburn's take on the game. Well, Chris, what a fun game to watch. The first period only had five stoppages in play, other than the three total goals and the opening faceoff and the one penalty called in that period. And Cairo scores two goals on his first two shots of the game. I'm looking for donkeys flying. Then he scores a power play goal. I'm looking for donkeys flying again. Then the Blues scored a second power play goal. I know donkeys are flying at this point. And the Blues beat up on Igor Shesterkin. We're not talking about Wee Man in net here. We're talking about a guy with a 2.44 career goals against average in his five seasons in the NHL. And it was a blazing game to watch. And the Blues were lucky that they kept Lafreniere and Panarin, Kreider from scoring. And uh, they shut down their big guys for the most part. And uh, it was a fun win. Fun win against a good team. And a very fast-paced game. Those are always fun to watch. For Curbside Reaction, this is Tim Woodburn. Tim, thank you. Well, one key takeaway for me from last night, and I'm not going to go the Jordan Bennington route because we covered him with Joe Vitale. Same with Jordan Cairo. I'm going to take what Joe ended with a little bit further. Matthew Kessel. He's played very well in the few games that he's been up with the St. Louis Blues. This was game number four for Matthew Kessel. He's been fantastic in the games that he's played. He was given a chance primarily because he was a right-handed shot, and Drew Bannister was very familiar with him and said he was ready to step in and take on some NHL action. Well, he hasn't disappointed, hasn't done anything flashy, hasn't made many mistakes, and just makes the smart play, gets the puck out of the zone. He's been able to break up plays in the defensive end, stop a team cycle, and a very, very good start for Matthew Kessel. The reason it's my key takeaway, the Blues have been waiting for one of the call-ups from Springfield this year, one of the young guys to step in and take advantage of the opportunity that they have been given. You've seen some players get called up. You've seen them get sent back down. We've seen Verona get sent back down and then called up. We've seen a player like Mackenzie McEachern come up and go back down. We've seen Nikita Alexandrov get a chance in the lineup, not take advantage of it fully, goes down on a conditioning stint. We've seen in and out of the lineup sometimes with Sammy Blay. Well, a guy like Matthew Kessel has come in, and I don't know if he's going to stay when Justin Falk ends up back and ready to go. We don't know what that scenario is. You've got to be able to protect your assets, and if he's a guy that can go up and down without clearing waivers, so be it. But he's a guy that's earned it. He's definitely earned a chance to get a better look and a longer look with this team and has shown that he is just about NHL ready to play. But what you have to be happy about is when a player comes in and is given an opportunity to play, that they take advantage of it and they make the decision really hard on the coach to take him out of the lineup. And that is exactly what Matthew Kessel has done in short time. He was just under 20 minutes of ice time last night and he's getting the job done, making those decisions even harder for the St. Louis Blues on one side but even more excited with the fact that it looks like you've got an up-and-coming defenseman knocking on the door and about ready to play as a regular NHLer, and that's great news for the St. Louis Blues as well. So the Blues continue their gauntlet through the Eastern Conference, their gauntlet against top teams on Saturday night. The Boston Bruins, the number one team in the Eastern Conference, comes into St. Louis for a Saturday night hockey night in St. Louis, and the Blues will see if they can take down a number one team once again. That game comes your way on Saturday night. Thanks for checking into Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for checking it out. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you Saturday after the Blues play the Bruins, and we will see you at the rink.